big boobs, little boobs, curvy, petite, introvert, extrovert, loud, quiet. You, my friend, perfect, exactly the way you are right now. I'm Steph, your host, the big boobed introvert CEO of Confetti Curves, and I'm going to remind you that confidence comes from loving all that you are right now. Shall we get started? Hi, and welcome back to Confident in Your Curves. It has been a significant amount of time since I have last recorded a podcast, and it has taken a lot of mental capacity and procrastination over the last... mm, six months I'm gonna say to actually get me back here and recording again um I don't even know where to start um so basically the start of the year I started in America I'd had this amazing Christmas I went I had Christmas in Vegas and I spent some time with my best friend and it was honestly like I think I was there for like two weeks and it was the best two weeks I had had in a really long time like it was amazing and I came back really motivated to get everything well I left really motivated to get everything going this year and to take my podcast to the next level to start a new business and when I landed back in Australia I I think two days later got my first of three lots of tonsillitis and it was like so bad I thought I had COVID again um with one of them because I just I was like so sick I was vomiting I couldn't get to the bathroom like I couldn't get out of bed to walk to the bathroom every time I did I was sick and it took me ages to get over it I ran out of sick leave at work and then of course I got sick again and it just mentally and physically absolutely drained me like nothing I can explain and I just then was in this stage of like either being sick or trying to prevent myself from being sick again I spoke with a nutritionist and got some supplements to try and help to prevent like getting sick again and that actually worked really well like I've only been taking a few different supplements and they have significantly improved. I haven't had tonsillitis in, oh, touch wood, a couple of months now. But I have been in what I like to call and what uh, many people will call freeze. Um, so you generally have like your fight, flight, and there's also freeze as a um, response. And I have just been in this state of not being able to take action at all, like having grand plans and like getting to the end of my work day and not being able to do literally anything like all I've been like just finish work on the couch bed like it's been really draining I've not been having many social interactions I've been feeling really lonely because of that and it's just been a really exhausting time like I feel have felt so tired and just flat out from doing the absolute bare minimum like I can barely keep my house tidy I like leaving the house was feeling like an absolute chore and then whenever I would go into the office because I had to those days I would have a migraine as soon as I walk in the door I would have to go straight to bed like I would be so exhausted from it and I just 
I couldn't do anything. Um, so this is why this podcast is now coming out at least six months later than I wanted it to. And why I haven't been able to get a business off the ground. And it's just given me a really good lesson of like sometimes you do actually just have to listen to your body. But also you need to seek the help. Like I wasn't. I stopped going to therapy because my therapist had moved and so it became inconvenient to go to see her. It was like a 20 minute drive. It wasn't, it shouldn't, it shouldn't have been the barrier in which I made it. And getting into my GP to try and get some of these like issues with my tonsillitis, that in itself has been an absolute nightmare. I um, had some irregularities in my pap smear last year and so I'm now on like yearly checkups and also had to get um, some ultrasounds done. And so I got the ultrasounds done in February. But because of this like GP crisis, I wasn't actually able to see my make an appointment for my doctor until April. And then the day before the appointment, they cancelled. And it ended up being like a four-month wait for me to get into the doctor to get my test results. Then I had another pap smear and the irregularities are back again and worse than last time. So now I've got like that, like now I've got to go to a specialist and I've got to do more tests. And it's been this real kind of like, I don't know, battle's not the right word, but like this really kind of like mental challenge for me to seek the help medically because I hate going to the doctor and I hate spending money on medical things, which is so stupid because I waste so much money. But like actually taking that like step in my health, like I'm in my 30s now, I need to... (laughs) I need to look after myself. So doing that has been a thing. But I, the thing that has really absolutely fucking changed my life is I have a new um, somatic therapist. And with one session, my like I literally woke up the next morning and decided to move to Melbourne. Um, so announcement time. I am moving to Melbourne at the end of the year. Um, I'm giving myself, so I'm recording this in the middle of May. I'm not sure when I release it yet, but I have decided I'm going to give myself six months to get my house in order to rent it out and move to Melbourne as a 12 month trial. So I'll just rent my house and I'll rent somewhere myself and to see if the Melbourne vibe is a Steph vibe. And I'm really excited about it. I'm going to try and get a rental in the same suburb as my sister and I'm just so fucking excited to have, like, my person. Like, I feel like I've been searching so long, like, through dating and trying to, like, fill voids with friends, but also, like, reclusing and staying at home by myself that in Melbourne I'm going to have, like, my person who's, like, she's my other kind of half in a way. Like, obviously we're sisters, but we haven't lived together really since I was 11 for six months she lived here when I was like 19 and we we're in completely different stages of life and so like I'm so excited to have like someone to go to a Pilates class with and be like "Ugh, that's actually terrible like let's go and get churros or to have a couch to just go like I'm on my way over I just want to like sit with someone um or to go out for dinner and like I'm just really excited to have that connection and I like there's so many things about Melbourne that I'm excited about like food oh my god the amount of Italian restaurants that I'm going to be able to go to and gem donuts at like markets and the entertainment, like 
I just feel like Melbourne's my vibe. Like for those who don't know, I grew up in country Victoria until like I was born there when I moved to Canberra when I was 11. So I still have always kind of had that bit of like country girl in my heart and a bit of like that Victoria pride. Like I'm even like I don't follow the AFL. Like I have an AFL team, but like I'm excited to go to like a game of AFL or like to just be in that atmosphere. And I just think it's going to give me this whole new lease on life. And I'm fucking terrified. Like, I'm not... No, terrified's the wrong word. There's so many new experiences. Like, I've never rented a place before. Like, I bought my house and moved into it after living with my parents. So, going to, like, in... To get a rental during a rental crisis um, in itself is fucking scary. But, you know, I'm not putting the pressure on it. Like, I have a... I want to be there by the start of November. But I have two dogs. I want a yard. Like these are the things like they may take time um I'm also considering moving in with my mum and stepdad for a couple of months while this house is rented out so that I got that like time and space to give myself to catch up on some bills and things like that yeah so that is my big life update but I think it'd be really interesting to like kind of share how how long this decision has actually taken so when I did my ceremony with Holly in October, um, one of the things that came through was Melbourne and like having a house in Melbourne and being near my sister. Um, and it was one of those things where I was like, oh, really? Like Melbourne? Like, like I had my heart set on moving to America. Like I just really thought the universe was going to align and America was going to be the place that I was going to end up. But... Again, I didn't get the green card this year and it just didn't feel like a realistic thing to do. I have had this attachment to my house that felt like I couldn't leave it. Like I love my house. It is, it's so me. I've spent so much time like decorating it and having it as an expression of who I am. The location is amazing. The backyard's great for the dogs. Like it just felt like this one thing that I had achieved in life and it was all mine and it was this extension of me that just felt like the only worthy thing in my life that I could be like, yeah, but I own a house. Like, look how amazing my house is. Who the fuck cares if you own a house? Like, it, like the connection in my head was so much more than what it actually is. So... I just kind of like pushed it to the side and was like, well, I don't want to sell my house. So I just am like too worried about this. So I won't do it. And so anyway, I have just kind of pushed it aside and was like, no, like if I can't go to America, then I can't do anything. And then I had a session with Liz Wednesday last week. And it was my very, Liz is the somatic therapist, was my first session. They're only an hour, hour or 90 minutes long. And it's a lot of breath work and body work. And one of the things that came through was um, some grief and like Liz didn't put any pressure on to like try and identify the grief or anything like that was just to like work it through my body and just to kind of breathe it out. And I had this moment afterwards where I was just lying on the floor and like being gentle with myself and the grief felt like I was grieving my life. Like, I wasn't living up to the potential that I thought my life was going to be. I haven't been having the fun that I wanted to have. I just felt like 
I was grieving. Like I was grieving my own life, which is a really like odd emotion to kind of process. Um, and the same day as that session, I had had my doctor's appointment where I said that I was like at a high risk and had to get to a specialist. So I had like all of these emotions just like ruminating. And I went to bed that night and I had this dream and it was such a vivid, whew, it was this vivid dream that my mum had brought over a bunch of snakes to my house and the snakes were infesting like everywhere. They were all in the front of my house. They were in my house. They were from the ceiling. And I just kept being like, take the snakes away. Take the snakes away. Like, I don't want the snakes. Like, get the snakes out. And I woke up absolutely heart racing, feeling terrified. And I was like, I need to look up what the meaning of snakes are in dreams. And I looked it up. And there's lots of different kind of things. But generalizing it's like there's a toxicity in the in like in your world. Like it can be a toxic person or like all this kind of stuff. And I realized that maybe my house is my toxic person. Like I've been so obsessed with not letting my house go that it's it's sinking me and it's poisoning me because I'm saying no to life so that I can own a house. And in that moment, I was like, I'm going to move to Melbourne. I think I'm going to move to Melbourne. And I started doing some research on rental prices there and rental prices here in Canberra. And I had this realization because I keep had thought if I was to get a rental, I would need to rent my house out at enough money to cover my mortgage, the like land taxes, the fees and all of those kind of things. And I just realized... I don't actually need to, like my house to rent out at that higher price because I won't get that. I just need to rent my house out at a price that's enough that after like real estate fees, I can pay for my rent in Melbourne and I can do that um, if I like obviously like have a not as nice house, um, but I can still afford to do it. And so I thought about it for another day and I called my sister the next morning and I was like, I'm going to move to Melbourne. And she's like, oh, okay. And like was really excited. But I think kind of like, I don't think she thought I was as serious as I was. And so we started like sending re like real estate listings to each other and both getting pretty excited. And it just felt like as soon as I said it out loud, like my heart was like, yeah, this is, this is what we're doing. And this is the right thing for us. And so I've, I've told my mum, I've spoken to my work and I'm moving to Melbourne, guys. And it's going to be fucking amazing. Like, I'm so excited. I've got, you know, a couple of months I'm going to have to fix up my kitchen a little bit and do some odd jobs around the house. And I've got a trip to America in two weeks. And one of my dogs is, oh, one of my dogs is having surgery this week. So like I have a lot of things going on that I need to take care of in Canberra before I go, but it's going to be amazing. And I'm so pumped, like so pumped. I can't even explain how good it's going to be to finally like get there and start a new life. Like I think Melbourne is going to be my jam which is amazing. And I hope 
that I can get into this consistent flow of recording podcasts again and getting them back out weekly. I think I might have a slightly different vibe to last year. I've processed a lot of the trauma and stuff from my previous relationship and I'm not dating at the moment. So a few of those things I think are probably going to fall away and it's going to be probably just more a bit of like documenting my life and the move and emotions that I'm processing and just all sorts of different things. I'm hopefully going to still be able to get some guests on and that will have like a similar format to last season. But I'm excited for this adventure and I would love to like connect through Instagram um, at Confetti Curves and hear what you want to hear about. And like if there's things that you're interested in, like, you know, renting your house out for the first time or getting a rental for the first time, like these are things that I've never experienced before. I only know one person who's ever rented out the house that they owned so I'm happy to like talk about those experiences because I undoubtedly they will be a roller coaster of emotions I assume and I'm going to try and rent out my house painted in the way that it currently is and like for those listening to the audio who haven't seen my Instagram my house is like a fucking colorful rainbow like I'm recording this currently sitting on my bed with my dogs and like I'm in a pink room I've got stripes on the wall this is glitter I've got all sorts of colours going on. My kitchen I am going to paint, but because it's like a geometric rainbow as well. But I just feel like this house is going to be perfect for like someone who's got dogs and kids and it's going to have some personality in it because every rental house is white these days. So hopefully I can get a real estate agent who is on board with that and they can allow this personality of a house to shine through. Um, yeah. So I'm excited for that. Um, I am a bit worried about getting a rental for the first time, but I'm sure with a bit of patience, the right place is going to fall into my lap and it's going to be amazing. So I hope you follow along for the adventure and let me know um, anything you want to hear about along the way, because I'm really excited for everything this year has got to bring, which is crazy because a month ago I was saying this was the worst year of my life and I was so like, not the worst year of my life, but like I was just in this real like rut of not being able to do anything and just feeling so blah, for lack of a better word. Like I just, nothing was really happening and I had, well, I've had two trips to America book this year and they were being like, you know, I just need to live to get like, to survive and get to these kind of holidays and living till the next holiday is just not sustainable. Like you know, I've been really fortunate and really lucky to be able to do quite a few trips and things like that. But, you know, even in the best of times, 90% of my time is still in Australia, is still living like a regular life. So I need to make this change to go out and live and experience 100% of the time. But yeah, follow along. And thank you so much for coming back to me. I can't wait for you here or more. If you just had as much fun as we did, come follow us on Instagram at Confetti Curves, leave a five-star review and subscribe so you never miss an episode.